Welcome to the Cap Guru Podcast. We are friends that became more like family. We joke, we play, and we get serious too. We'll be talking about spiritual life, finances, family, and relationship, and many more fun stuff. Today on Cap Guru Podcast, we'll be talking about belong. Where do we belong? Let's find out. We have a few guests with us today. We even have a baby. Our baby Aiden will be joining us. So if you hear some baby uh, baby giggles in the background, don't worry about it. We got babies too. And we love our baby. So my name is Maureen and we have our guest, um, Nobe. Auntie Nobe, introduce yourself. Hi guys, my name is Nobe. And we have a sister, Bo- <laughs> sister Bomi. Please introduce yourself. Hello everybody, it's Bomi here. Welcome Bomi. Thank you. We have Uncle Pride. Hi guys, my name is Pride. And lastly, we have Uncle Daniel. Please introduce yourself. I'm Daniel. I'm not Uncle or Black. Welcome Daniel. And our, and our baby, uh, we can't forget our baby Aiden. So in the middle of the podcast, if you hear some giggles, it's our baby that's making us laugh. And we'll just leave him be the way he is. So our group is meant for laughing. We laugh too much and we enjoy ourselves so much. So today we're going to be talking about belong. And Sister Bomi will be helping us host this show today. So Bomi, take it along. What is it about belong? So today we're going to be talking about belong. Have you ever felt like you didn't belong or you didn't know where you belong or you just kind of felt lost in this world? Well, this podcast is for you. There's a story that goes, an amateur once challenged a golf pro to play to a round on one condition. The amateur requested two gotchas. The pro wouldn't admit he didn't know what a gotcha was, so he said okay. The amateur's opening drive was horrible, sliced into a thick grove of trees. The pro teed up, eyed the fairway, and drew back. That's when the amateur dug him in the ribs and yelled, gotcha. Later, the other golfers learned that the amateur had won by five strokes. When they asked the pro, all he said was, you have no idea what it's like playing 18 holes, waiting for a second gotcha. We all have gotchas in our past. No matter how long that past is, trauma, family wounds, painful relationships, sin, failures, labels, name it. We live with ongoing insecurity, waiting for our gotchas to jump up at any moment. They can hinder our relationship with God and our ability to serve Him. If you're a Christ follower, you confront your gotchas by learning that you belong. You were chosen by God to be His forever and to be part of His mission. You have a secure home waiting in heaven and a church family on earth. You are completely forgiven and accepted. And Jesus is with you through everything. In these next days, you'll grow more confident in your belonging. But don't wait to launch your God-given dreams and purpose. He'll use you now. Amen. So we're going to start a discussion. Amen. And it's God asking, haven't I handpicked you? We're going to start by reading John 6, verse 66 to 71. 
And we're going to think about why the 12 disciples needed the reassurance, especially in verse 7. But before we read, let's pray. Auntie Nove, can you pray for us, please? Amen. We shall have a silent prayer. <laughs> Amen. This journey to heaven is long. Okay. Dear Lord, we come unto this time thanking you for this day. Thank you for the wonderful day you've blessed us with. As we gather together to read your word and learn from each other, please send your Holy Spirit to guide us through the process and help us have fun when we are it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Okay, now we'll read John chapter 6, verse 66 to 71. It reads, From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. Hmm. That's deep. That's deep. So I'm going to throw this question out to everybody. When do you most need to know God has handpicked you? Hmm. That's a very good question, Sister Bomi. Do you have an answer, Sister Lovett? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> when we need uh, reassurances... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when it seems like everybody else is going the opposite direction from you, or when yeah, it seems yeah, like everybody has left yeah. you uh, from a standpoint of where you are, like left you from, you're the only one who, who is believing what you believe in. It seems like you're by yourself. That's when you need that reassurance. All right. Can I hear everybody else's answers? What was the question? When do you most need to know God has handpicked you? So the disciples of pride uh, shared his experience with that. Um, when it feels like everybody else has deserted you. That's when you need to know that God handpicked you the most. I think when you um, you do good, I mean, when good things happen, have happened to you, to you feel like God is present in your life but when bad things happen you start doubting where is this god that's true um like when i came to canada um i came from a poor country but since i came here i've been doing really well and uh, our business is growing so i feel like god picked me and my family like everything is just going so great so sometimes like you can tell from the progress you make in life 
I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional, but I'm just reflecting on where I'm coming from. And I really feel that God picked me and um, yeah, that's all I really want to say for now. Amen. Thank you for that beautiful testimony, Sister Nobis. Um, we're really praising God for you that he had, he's, you see his hand in picking you. Praise the Lord. Brother Dan, what's your experience with, um, when do you need to know most that God has handpicked you? Uh, I think when, when you're in the lowest point, right? Like uh, when uh, Brother Pride uh, alluded to it uh, before, uh, like when you feel like there's, there's nothing going your way. But that's when you need God to pick you up, uh, to have that assurance that God has has a plan for you. Sometimes you don't even know what the future holds, right? So that point, that's uh, I feel I think like uh, knowing God is on your side. Amen, amen. Thank the Lord for these testimonies. Um, next we'll re- jump over to Psalm one thirty nine. And we're going to read this as a prayer from our heart to God. Psalms 139, verse 1 to 24. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain where can i go from your spirit or where can i flee from your presence if i ascend into heaven you are there if i make my bed in hell behold you are there if i take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost part of the sea even even there your hand shall lead me and your and your right hand shall hold me if i say surely the darkness shall fall on me even the night shall be light about me indeed the darkness shall not heed about you but the night shines as the day the darkness and the light are both alike to you for you formed my inward parts you covered me in my mother's womb I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully uh, wrought in in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were all, they all were written. The days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they will be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God! Depart from me, therefore, you bloodthirsty men. For they speak against you wickedly your enemies take your name in vain do i not hate them O lord who hate you and do i not loathe those who rise up against you i hate them with perfect hatred 
I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> Does anybody have any comments to that verse? He got you. He got you. God's got us. He does. He has had a plan way before we were born. That's right. I like the verse uh, 14. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My brothers are your words and my soul knows very well. So that's something we, uh, I don't put makeup, but I know uh, I'm wonderfully and fearfully made. Amen. Amen. Oh, oh God. Vaseline is makeup. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't. Therefore, you put makeup. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So let's jump over to Ephesians 1 verse 3 to 14. And then we're going to talk about more reasons God has chosen you and made you one of a kind. Sorry, you said Ephesians what? Ephesians 1 verse 3 to 14. Um, praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. Amen, guys. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of him of his will according to his good pleasures, which he purposed in, in himself. That in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in all in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him in him also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all, all things according to the counsel of his will that we who first trusted in Christ should be in the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of our purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Alright, so we just learned about more reasons God has chosen you and made you one of a kind. Sorry, Sister Bomi, I think you said the whole chapter. No. 3, 3 to 17. 3 to oh, sorry about that. Sorry, it's the spirit. You're going to read that. I mean, if you want to. <laughs> you can continue. Silent reading, silent. 
<laughs> oh, Dan, stop. <laughs> That's your assignment when you go home. So God has given, has chosen us and made us one of a kind and has given us spiritual gifts um, to use those for his glory so that we can be redeemed in Christ. Alright, so um, last book we'll read is John 3 verse 16 to 18. And second last to that, and last last to that is Matthew 10, verse 29 to 31. So we'll start with John 3. 16 to 18. Oh. Auntie Nobe, please read for us. But we all know it. We all know it in our hearts. <laughs> it's a verse that we all grew up saying. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever doesn't believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God, of God's one and only Son. One and only. Yeah. Amen. Matthew 10, verse 29 to 31. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And, the no, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many spirals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's deep. So how does Jesus speak and show his love for everyone on earth? What did you guys get from the last two verses we read? He speaks boldly. He shows us that we're more valuable than anything. Sparrows, one of the beds of the air. We are his precious jewels. You know, it's when you talk of um, precious jewels. Um, about a month ago, uh, I traveled with my son to Dubai. Like, we're going somewhere else, but we went by Dubai. And uh, I think the latest Rolls Royce was on display and it had diamonds inside, you know? So when we're linking, um, we are his precious jewels. I'm thinking of that Rolls Royce that had the diamonds inside. And I'm like, we are more than just the Rolls Royce with the diamonds inside. That's profound, you know? Like with the Rolls Royce, if you look up, you see the stars, you know? Like you have to be in it to get the level I'm trying to make us realize that we okay let me put it this way maybe um Roy's voice is high let me say um it's like a bus 
maybe you guys would understand if I say bus, like a public transport. Exactly. Like if a bus had diamonds in it. That's what I'm trying to say. Like imagine walking a bus with diamonds. You guys would be excited, right? Yeah, so it's it's the same. Like it's more than that, you know? Uh it's hard to explain because you guys have never been to a Roy's race. No, break it down to it. So yeah, like that that's what came into my mind when you say jewel, I already think of the diamonds in Roy's Royce. The diamonds in the Roy's Royce. But how does that reflect on ourselves? Like for me, it was an what I saw being in that car was um it was the, like the most amazing thing that has happened to me, right? So now when you're saying I'm more than that to God, it's it's hard for me to fathom that in my head. You're more than that. No, because it's expensive. Like, no, that's why I was trying to use the bus because I knew that you wouldn't get <laughs> the Rolls Royce. <laughs> I, I know I used a bad example. So, so the gross of being, being that expensive, God, God loves us more than the Yes, with the diamonds inside. Like like a bus with diamonds inside. Does that make it better for you? Greyhound with bus. Greyhound with bus. Yeah, oh. exactly. Greyhound with diamonds. Got you now. Yes, thank you. Should have said Greyhound. Royce Royce was seen one. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. Right, so, as, so apparently we need to travel more to Dubai and see a road race. Wow, what diamonds. That's it is a very big concept to grasp that yeah. something so expensive that people work all their lives for um to acquire like a rolls royce and even then you don't acquire a rolls royce that easily but god loves us even more than that all right so um, Jesus chose you consciously with purpose. You weren't forced on him. You weren't his default choice. He wants you. You have value and he has an important mission for you. You have purpose. You are hand-picked. For our brief debrief, we're going to talk about some questions. Continually asking our Father to let us see ourselves through his eyes. When you connect with your prayers or with our prayers be god's eyes and voice of love for them too age is not an issue everyone needs reassurance what do you honestly believe about your worth to god and your special design for his mission what are you told is true about you but have a hard time believing that's a good question what do we know about what do people say about us that we don't know about ourselves is it kind mm -hmm. of yeah what are you told is true about you but you have a hard time believing Antinobe is a comedian I'm told I'm a good pastor huh but I have a hard time believing who said mm. that <laughs> <laughs> whoever is this telling Uncle Pride <laughs> that he's a good pastor this one is pretty good <laughs> Yeah, that but means that's you, a, sorry. That means you have a gift of sharing. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So that could be something he could use for his mission. How are you gonna use it? Just talk to pastor and he'll preach for us. Amen. Amen. Do you
Do you aspire to be an elder? <laughs> and you're a priest. Yeah. Can you be an elder in our church? <coughs> With your pastoring skills. I mean, <coughs> that's true. How many people? With my have? pastoring skills, I'm He's an elder open already. my own church. Huh? Mm. 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 Think about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm used to it, yeah, exactly. Nothing new. And your back, we need to do background checks before you come to church. to God and your special design for his mission. What are you told is true about yourself but you have a hard time believing? How about the first part? No, I've been told I'm not a patient but I have a hard time believing. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife has a different opinion. <laughs> Your is. wife needs serious patience. <coughs> she does. What do people tell you about yeah, yourself? For me, I think that's it. Yeah. Patience. Yeah, some people say I'm, I'm too patient, and some people say I don't think I'm too patient. Sometimes I think I'm like I get it done, get it done, but yeah, that's what I hard for me to do. So how can you? What do you believe about that, the patience, how that can be used for God's mission? Um, I would say serving people. Sometimes people come with different needs, so uh, you might need some prayer too. When you serve people, you might expect things to happen immediately, but it doesn't. Different people have different faces. Right, so you get patient enough to let God do his, do his thing. So I think it will come in handy that way. Mm. True, true. How about you, Auntie Bob? Sorry? How, <coughs> how about you, Auntie Um, What do people say about They say I can sing, like so many people say i can't sing and i'm like no i can't you guys and they're like no you can you know and um yeah the other day someone was like you know you should try and sing with these famous guys and uh, i'm like no you guys you should be singing hymns at church yeah that would, uh, that would be a follow-up question on that how can you help to serve with it so yeah, yeah. can you sing yeah, in you church sing, you can sing in talent sing at church yeah mm-hmm. join the choir i think my level is higher than <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't help you 
join pasta pasta pride church the the jewelry yes no no and you're so we kind of answered this in the in the last answer but uh, in the last question but what can you do to become more convinced of your value to god I'd say maybe believing um, when people tell you, hey, sister, you can sing. Or hey, brother, you're so patient. Or hey, you you can be a pastor. Or hey, sister, Chapati is the bomb.com. We could probably take that as, um, we could probably take those characteristics and use them to, to help reach others. Because God gave us those special talents to be able to use to help others or to help further his mission. For today, for today, don't work hard at figuring out what your life assignment is. Focus on simply believing it exists. What's one step you will take toward firmly grasping the truth of your value and purpose? To serve others. Yeah, serve using using what God has given you to make you valuable to yeah. serve others. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, I'm gonna pray that God points me in the right direction of what my purpose is mm-hmm. in life, and then what I have to do is to believe His word. What he has said in those verses that we read. You have to believe in it and build on that. Have more faith. Go on and conquer. That's right. And also believing that what he says, like what you just said, what he believed, what believing what he said is true for our lives and not just reading it and being like oh yeah yeah, i know this but actually applying it to our lives what do you guys think what's one step you take to what's one step you will take you will take toward firmly grasping the truth of your value and purpose what you gonna do about what you're saying uh before nobody speaks uh, for me i would say uh Trusting, not trusting, um, claiming his promises, right? So that would, like, claiming his promises will help uh, uh, bring value to your life, and then you articulate it out um, there as well. Now, the floor is for another answer. Um, I think, like, utilizing such opportunities, um, I could actually sing a song now. And yeah. No, I've chimed. I've said the first point. Oh, you said the first point. Wait, what was the first point? Serve others. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. You You're did. not listening, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah, but I feel you know, it starts here. I mean, who knows the next level? I might be an American Idol or something. Uh, doesn't the Bible say that we have to be like them? Be like who? 
if you want to evangelize to them. So me rubbing sh sh my shoulders with the famous, then I... Oh, I came to help the people you're the same level with at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I eat at... Yeah. Higher calling, higher calling. Higher calling, that's fine. How you gonna kill us? So apparently Sister Nova is going to <laughs> seek out a higher calling so that so that's the step that she'll take towards Christ for the truth of her value. Amen. We don't judge. And we don't judge at all. But we laugh. Nah. With you, not at you. Haters are gonna hate. <laughs> So lastly, for our secure channel, I'm just going to say a prayer, and we're just going to ask God to help us in um, accepting the truth of our values so that we can belong. Let us pray. Lord, forgive me for the times I insult you, believing you didn't make me right, or doubting the power of your grace to clean me up, or making too little of your amazing love for me. I go back and forth between thinking too much of myself and thinking too little. Maybe they're really the same. Thank you for telling me exactly how you think and feel about me, not leaving me in the dark. Help me believe it. Let it fuel my confidence, obedience. Please also show Pride, Daniel, Maureen, Nova, and Aiden more of your love and your purpose for them. How can I help you answer this prayer in their lives? Amen. Amen. And that concludes today's podcast on Belong. See you next time. Thank you, Auntie Bomi. Hey, Auntie. No, bless us with our soul. No, it's okay. Even your son can hey, join. Let's see. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, little ones do they are rich, but he is strong, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. to the Camp Guru Podcast. Hope you enjoyed our talk and got some inspiration. Be sure to join us next week. Love one another.